this tactical vehicle on the battlefield and you're, you don't have situational awareness, and that's a problem. Then finally, whenever we talk about robots, we often talk about them doing the dangerous, the dirty, and the dull work. But there's another aspect, and it's the dynamic work. Sometimes things just move too fast for human beings. There is no active Terminator program within the U.S. government today. But if you look at the Defense Department's roadmap to 2038, we are trying to automate unmanned vehicles. And there is also an emphasis on cognitive behavior for those systems. In addition, you have a DARPA program called CODE. Now, CODE stands for Collaborative Operations in a Denied Environment. And basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to control drones when the enemy is degrading or trying to cut off your satellite communications links. And the way you do that is you have the drones work together. And so they're basically helping each other navigate, they're helping each other communicate, and they're helping each other target. And so there's not going to be an individual pilot for each drone, but in fact there's going to be one person tasking a group of drones together. And there are sort of three underlying principles involved here. One, there's no queen bee. Two, each little micro drone only has local knowledge. And finally, they're anonymous to each other. And so that means there's, it's not like Betty's on the right and Bill's on the left and Susie's in the back. And with these three underlying principles, you can scale up to something like this and even to the thousands. Now, again, a human being is still in the final process pulling the trigger, but that's a hell of a lot of autonomy to give to a machine. None of the machines that Eric has mentioned so far look anything like humans, or even really like robots. But there are companies that are building humanoid robots. There's a robot called Atlas, for example, developed by a company called Boston Dynamics that walks on two feet and can climb over uneven terrain about as well as a competent toddler. It's been funded by DARPA, which is part of the Defense Department. And even though its walking issues are kind of cute, it also looks a lot like a Terminator. For this robot to be actually useful on a battlefield, however, Eric says that we're going to have to tackle tougher problems than balance. It's already hard enough to predict a chess game, a computer chess game. Now imagine that computer chess game has to deal with all of a sudden new rules that just appear in the middle of the game, or new chess pieces that it has to deal with, that it's never been programmed to deal with. What does the word even, combatant even mean to a robot? What about dealing with human notions of ethics or strategic value? How do you deal with those issues? What about a robot arms race or robot arm robot conflict? There are people thinking seriously about what an ethical system would look like. For example, Ron Arkin from Georgia Tech. He has a concept called the ethical governor. And it's basically a concept of a bolt-on system that will prevent the robot from taking any action that would violate the rules of war, international humanitarian law. The robot is not conscious. It's basically just enforcing human-defined judgments, human-defined ethics. There's another ethical system from Matthias Scheutz at Tufts called the ethical planner. And the idea is, is while the ethical governor was, you basically have these implicit rules and they're in the control system of the robot and they're fixed. This thing is explicit. It's, uh, the robot can tell you, I did this because of rule X and I did this because of rule Y. More than that, the robot can make 
moral inferences, logical inferences based upon a rule set. So if a new situation emerges, it can say, well, if I can't shoot a dog, then I can't shoot a Doberman or whatever. Now, the only problem with this is that this is really, really hard to do. I should mention that Scheutz is working with social robots. He's working with caretaker robots. But these things spill over into different fields, and the Navy is actually uh, sponsoring his research. The concept of moral robots is still in its infancy, but it's a useful concept because it allows us to raise this question. What happens if robots do a better job of adhering to international humanitarian law than human soldiers? So let's talk about Staff Sergeant Robert Bales. He pled guilty to murdering Afghan civilians in 2012. He killed 16 of them, including nine children. You were never going to have...